Nosy Nancy's is a true crime podcast based in Austin, Texas. If you are sensitive to any of the trigger words, this is not the podcast for you. Due to its graphic nature, listener discretion is advised. god imagine if we did do a live show oh and how much i stutter Ugh. uh me too i sound like a fucking idiot no you don't. i do and then i have to sit there and like i'll think about words what were words to use at least you're thinking <laughs> well hey all you nosies i'm Aliqua, <laughs> and i'm jasmine <laughs> and welcome to a special episode yes we wanted to do a short little episode this week to kind of do a recap about the incident that was that happened on ladybird lake the earlier this month because there's been a lot of chatter going on about it there has been a lot of um conspiracies and theories that we're gonna recover and uh-huh. recap nancy grace has weighed in and Aliqua well, and I have a difference in opinion of Nancy Grace. Yeah, I think you're the only person in America that likes Nancy Grace. I like her because she's... <laughs> <laughs> I like her because she's like the Judge Judy of true crime. She's... Uh, okay, you've gone too far. What? First of all, Judge Judy is a queen among kings no okay? it's true it's and like true. you you cannot get anything past that little old lady in a robe okay like sh- <sighs> i'm just upset that they never got a hold of us to be a part of the nancy grace show because we have all the information it's true <sighs> but you know i mean nancy grace is not perfect nancy grace is to true crime what um kathy mitchell is to dump cakes you know the dump cake lady no no but i i will tell you one thing if i'm anything i'm a fucking dump cake honestly i told todd i was like she's a dump goddess i love kathy mitchell (laughs) she's always dumping she's great Dump goddess. Oh She's my God, dump me. goddess. <laughs> forget about being a trash goblin. Forget forget about being a like a weird little gremlin. Like I am a I am a dump goddess. It's thank true. you very much. Yeah, thank you. Same very much. <laughs> I'm always dumping. I'm always dumping <laughs> my tra- my trauma on other it's people. That's what's really happening. Okay. Should we talk about the body that was found first? Yeah, let's talk about that because that's very interesting. When the body first came up, I know everybody was like freaking out. It's going to be a man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was that's not. That's the thing. It was, well, right. So the body was found, was recovered on February 6th of 2024. Okay, so earlier this month, beginning of this month. 
and you're right when when they when they put out the initial report that there was a body found in Lady Bird Lake, but they weren't being able to identify it because the body had been in the water for some time, I'm assuming. So they couldn't actually identify the sex of the, per- of the person. Yeah. Um, and then that caused just a rash of like conspiracy theories online. Right. Right. They, they were like, ah, the police, they're not telling us because blah, 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 blah. Like they're, they're in on it. They're in on it, which I'm not saying the police department isn't, <laughs> because it it is it's very a faulty also police department sucks there's two things that happen when you're doing an investigation as far as we can tell just from doing this podcast is that number one water deaths are so fucking hard to investigate everything happens at like an advanced rate and then obviously like now you're body's like not regulating any of its own shit anymore so i right. mean you're gassy, you're bloating. It's just, there's a lot going on that makes it difficult to determine in you're just also a short sending, amount of time. Yeah, and you're also sending a biological signal to animals in the water, and especially and in Lady Bird Lake. Yeah, and they do. There's like, have you heard of hungry, hungry hippos? Well, it's hungry, hungry turtles. Okay. I am a hungry, hungry hippo. Me too. <laughs> I was born fat, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, like legit, off topic, but Jasmine was like 13 pounds when she was born. Uh, how dare you spill all my, <laughs> all my secrets? <laughs> I was I a full-grown mom- woman in the womb. <laughs> your mom gave birth to a fucking woman with a credit score of, of 760. It's Let's true. be honest. Yeah, it's true. I she should have just named in a fucking fur apple. Coat. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a cigarette in your lips. Exactly. Um, speaking of, Jasmine has not smoked a cigarette in 23 days. It's true. I stopped smoking. She, she did. She did. She's doing so good. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. All right. Enough about you. So here's the deal. Also. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're super. I'm proud of you. It's it's a hard habit to kick. It is. It's, it's it, yeah. It's bizarre. I remember we would like do our little exercise videos together, and we'd be like chain yeah. smoking the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back when our lungs were spry. It's true. Okay, so sorry to get back to the thing that we're here to talk about. Um, so not only does the body just decompose at a rapid speed um if the police cannot cannot really see identification of the person unless the family gives them permission to do so so like people i know especially on the internet are like why are they not releasing the identity why are they not released because they probably cannot family of the victim or the deceased doesn't want that information out there so blaming the police department on that specifically it's not it's not accurate it's not really the up to up to the police department to like determine whether or not they want to release the information and sometimes it also just interferes with the investigation itself like there may yeah. be there may be specific things about the case that pertain to that person that have to do with the reason that they 
you know, passed away. They could be hanging out with a certain type of people or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then if you're releasing that, then the people who may be guilty of having knowledge or of committing the crime have every opportunity to then find out their, you know, alibi or, or just disappear, you know, or kill themselves and never be caught or brought, have that victim be brought to justice so they're they have their reasons it's just really important to kind of understand the you know the systematic ways of the police department even though just even though for the record me and jasmine do not think the apd are all that in a bag of chips okay of course so we are with you guys on some of it (laughs) just not on this like yeah a little too too harsh on the uh yeah unwillingness to release the information but other than that we agree anyways you did listen to the nancy grace right i did of course i didn't i had to hear her voice Oh, jeez. Now, now, it's been a minute since I've listened to it but somebody on there was she was asking about like the lake Right. And Nancy was asking about, like, why people can't swim in the lake or something. And the lady who was answering her, like, started listing off all these reasons. She starts talking again about, you know, why aren't people able to swim in the lake? You know, is it because of all the bodies? And the lady at the end was like, yes. (laughs) Uh, That's not why people are not allowed to swim in the lake. That's for not. the record, no, no, it's no. Not. But actually, it's... Regan was on. The Nancy I heard Grace. that Regan yeah. was on. Yeah. yeah, she. I good for her because you know what Regan has been. She has been working tirelessly, tire, tirelessly, <laughs> to find answers for for Chris. Yeah, I mean, she, like I. I wish that we had more means to help her, and I wish that our, I, this is these are times when I wish that like we our podcast was was like more well known because mm-hmm. she needs somebody in her corner. She really you know what does. I mean? She really does. She really does. She did explain like, how like she explained just how uncooperative she felt like the police were. How she, you know, would call and call and call and they either wouldn't return her calls or all they would say is that it's under investigation. But this is a woman who went out herself day after day to where uh, Chris was found. Yeah. And tried to look for evidence and tried to find clues. You know, I mean, she and she really has been such a... She's really just been such a voice for the victims um, of the people found in the lake and trying to get justice for everybody. I think for the POC community, too, because she really is bringing awareness to the the way that they, you know, that they treat people of color. It's true. You know, and it's like it's 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 not this like made up thing like. I've talked to her a little bit um, about Chris and and the situation. And I just, I just get so mad. Why is she not getting the answers that she deserves? And like, just the way they handled him, 
post postmortem it it's like what the fuck is that even legal yeah like why are they you know but they did they they just completely i don't want to say too much because you know i don't i don't know exactly the whole story but from what i do know like yeah just completely grossly mishandled no and it's so frustrating because I mean, that's what all these people just want answers about what happened. Like, what happened? Right. What's being done to find out who did this? And it is extremely frustrating because these family members know, you know, their loved one wouldn't just walk off of their own accord and end up in the lake. No, you they're know. being, yeah, they're being gaslit. Yeah. They're, the the police department, they're gaslighting these people. Exactly. They're gas, you know, they're like, no, they drowned. No, that was, you know, no, like something is not right. In Christopher Clark's case, his case, I don't see, I wish we knew more information on Moga Degale, the one who was found after Chris Clark, because mm-hmm. I would love to compare the two of them as far as like how they handled moga how his case like unfolded but because i i have a sneaking suspicion that they they were pretty similar as far as like i would think so so i i wish we could find more information on him i mean maybe there is we can like touch back on later but the woman that they found in the lake she has not been publicly identified, although somebody said that they were her family and they unofficially stated her name. I can't confirm that this is the actual identity of the person because mm-hmm. there's no, you know, publicly, there's no confirmation on that. But what I do want to talk about real quick is I want to talk about the guy that they thought was the person in the lake at first. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but uh, maybe that's for the best because I'm not sure he wants his identity out there anyways. But there was a young man who went missing, I think, the day before or two days before um, they had got the call that there was somebody in the lake. Mm-hmm. He was in town, I think, like a business trip with with his like coworkers, and they went downtown. He got separated from his group, and they didn't they couldn't find him. So they ended up finding him the day after they released the information of the person being found in the lake. And he was alive. He was in the hospital because he got drugged and he got robbed. Wow. So they actually had to resuscitate him. He wasn't Damn. He wasn't breathing. Yeah. He could have died. And he definitely was drugged. We've always said this from season one. That there is a drugging problem in Austin. It's not definitely. just Austin. It's... It's everywhere, everywhere, right? They recently caught a woman who was drugging men downtown. Really? Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if they caught her, but they had a picture on, like, Crime Stoppers or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, something similar to that, where if you have any information about her, she is known to be, you know, drugging men downtown and, and like, robbing them. Do I think it's the person that's, like, that's like killing people and putting them in the lake or no, I don't think she's connected because she's, she's robbing them. Right. And if you remember in season one, a, a lot of these guys had they their belongings. Robbed. Yeah, exactly. Had their exactly. belongings on them. Julio Santos, the third, he didn't have his wallet, but he'd left it at the yeah, bar at the bar. Yeah. Right. He left all of his personal effects at the bar. 
with his friends because he was gonna come right back right right so the guys that were found in ladybird lake previously you know starting from 2010 Mm -hmm. these guys were not they had all their belongings they were not robbed so this is not going to be connected to the the woman who was found drugging men downtown or the guy i believe that was found in the hospital because they also you know beat them up and left them on the street you know they have that like little scrunchie that you unfold it and it's like a little drink cap to like make sure that nobody can put shit in your drink when you're like walking by carrying it around oh cute and then they have like they have that color changing like nail polish nail polish yeah um so that yeah. you can like swirl your finger around and if it's drugged then your polish will change color but they don't have any of those for men but they also have those like drink condoms or whatever where they mm-hmm. like it's like the scrunchy thing but it's not a scrunchy but you just put you know this thing over your drink yeah and that's supposed to help stop somebody from like putting something but i mean how can you like but if it's the bartenders that's doing it like how i don't can think you, that's yeah right i don't think that's always the case but right. i mean there's definitely been cases of bartenders that are drugging people you exactly. know so how do you stop that you know i i just show them a little cleave and wink at them you know and i say hey you don't have to drug me baby i'm, I'm very willing <laughs> So nobody drugs me. They're just like, whatever. <laughs> they're, like <laughs> they're like, please just get out of my bar. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'm so alone in the corner. Just they're waiting. like, you've already been overserved. <laughs> yeah, they're like, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Please leave. <laughs> anything else we wanted to cover for this episode? We cover everything. I do want to say. Um, that one of the main premises of the Nancy Grace coverage is the fact that, um, everybody finds it weird that the police are not looking for, I know that we said that it's, uh, you know, the smiley face killer crime ring. Right. But... Uh, Nancy Grace and a lot of the people who she talked to said that it is very weird that the police just simply, after having that many people found in the same, you know, body of water or having that many people found under the same type of circumstances, uh, that they're not looking into a serial killer or a crime ring or anything like that. And that's including Dennis Franks, the former FBI supervisory special agent and president of investigative security global solutions. Oh, even he was like, yeah, it would at least be wise for them to start looking into something like that. The problem is, is that, in all these cities, because it's not just Austin, like mm. it's all of them. It's Chicago, it's um, it's Boston, it's New York. Right. Like that. That was the, the issue that Detective Gannon and Anthony Duarte. That was the issue that they kept running into because it starts at the bottom, right? So it starts with the coroner. The coroner is like, they go there, and the coroner's job is to be like, 
this needs to be investigated or this doesn't need to be investigated. Mm-hmm. And if the coroner says this doesn't need to be investigated, then that's it. That's where it, that's where it stops. Right. Now, if the coroner was like, this needs to be investigated, then they'll send the body to the medical examiner. Now, the problem with drownings is that the medical examiner can't really get a lot of information from the body itself because of the things that we've listed before, the bacterium, the the wildlife, the the rate at which the body decomposes. And also, like, we don't have the budget, in specifically in Austin, we don't have the budget or the me- appropriate amount of medical examiners to think of a proper investigation. Yeah, no, like, I agree. Because in one of the episodes we talked about in season one, but Detective Gannon, they reopened a case. I think it was the Lucas Holman, or I think that was his name. Yeah. But they there is a special machine that you can that they you can use to like to retrieve evidence from a specifically a, a body being it, f- pulled from the water. Does right. Austin have that? I don't know. I don't think so. It's a relatively new way of of investigating a water death, so I'm not sure that Austin has that equipment yet. The problem with with the FBI and stuff is they're not they're not going by anything other than what the paper trail says. Yeah. Right. So if all these medical examiners are saying like, no, there's there's nothing, there's no foul play, then the FBI is going to be like, there's no reason to investigate. So it's so hard to actually get anybody involved in these in these drownings because on paper, they're just accidents. And it and it's very convenient that these are all happening. And this is the other thing. It's convenient that these are all happening in towns in college towns where the river or the lake is downtown and it's an easy access to somebody who has been drinking. These are all happening in towns where there's lakes or rivers running through a downtown area where there's a lot of bars and there's a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. A lot of tourists, a lot of college kids. Yeah, that's why none of no, nobody's investigating these, and it's not just Austin. It's it's in Boston. It's in Chicago too. You know, they're not getting any any help either because right. it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, it's a it's a perfect crime. Like nobody's questioning it. It's, it and you're absolutely right because there's so little that they really like can can do. Yeah, yeah. Until they can catch somebody like red-handed you know throwing a, a person into the lake then there's nothing they can do and the and and we talked about that too you brought it up a lot which was which was great because i don't think people are aware of this but the cameras downtown are fucking false they don't even they don't even fucking yeah work. they're not recording anything no they're not recording anything they and don't that's work that was pretty remarkable too when we when we did the the guys in other cities how little footage there was of yeah. any of these guys in a fucking populated area why yeah. why and it's really like it's shitty and it's sad because the whole re- like i remember because of the crime when they started putting up all of the cameras in downtown austin they were like oh yeah so that you can feel safe well, <laughs> that's all it is, is just yeah. a feeling. 
because yeah. they're not keeping you safe. Like, if something should happen to you, there's not going to be any sort of footage of it, which is really a shame because they have entire shows based off of footage trying yeah. to yeah trying to find missing people or how yes. missing people were found that were based off of security camera footage I and know. police being able to piece those together but like all those footage like all the footage that you see in those in those shows those are all private establishments yeah like target or walmart or or you know what i mean or gas stations like they're all privately owned they're no city owned places that have cameras that work right what's up with fucking that man that's a big issue yeah like what is the taxpayers money going towards if it's not if if money's been allocated for that then what's it really being used for don't get me started don't even give i'm not i'm not gonna get political don't get me started i fucking can i have so much i have so many bones to pick with the city of austin texas God, I'm so mad at them. Okay, like Tierra Strand. There, there should have been so many public cameras that caught that whole incident, and there, and there just wasn't. And of what's, course that's not. Fucked up. Anything that was no. caught was caught on cell phone cameras. Yes. Yeah. And was yeah. uploaded to YouTube. Ugh. And that's it. That's it. That's that the whole reason disgusting. that the public even was able to see the footage. I've just had it. I've had it with with Austin. I've had it with, and you know what? I've had it with America. You know, no, you know what? I've had it with this fucking planet. Okay, I've had it. I'm over it. I'm about to go to Mars. Fuck it. I mean, I'm just, bad with money too. If the if the city of Austin's just bad with money, just like let just us admit know. It. Like, yeah, girl. I'll let people know real quick. Like, I'm bad with yeah. your, with money. Yep. Don't trust me with money. I have a hard time nope. saying no. Uh, speaking of money and not saying and not being able to say no, we actually have a Patreon now. And you can't say no to joining. <laughs> it's five dollars. To joining it. <laughs> If you do want to join our Patreon, we would have really appreciate it. But um, because we really are trying to like, if we had more money to put towards a podcast, I think we, we would be, well, we'd be able to get better equipment for sure. But also I think we'd be able to advertise more and get more people aware of what's happening in Austin as far as like the missing people, the the drownings, the the uh, cold cases the shitty things the Austin Police Department does. Like, we really need lawyers if we're going to be talking this much shit about Austin Police Department. So, like, you know, $5. Any, yeah, any little bit helps. And $5 gets you some cool stuff. What do they get? Yeah, some merch. Right now, as far as, like, merch goes, you're going to get a sticker, a really badass sticker. And then you're they also They are very get- cute. Alikwa hasn't sent me mine yet, but I guess I have to pay the five dollars. No, I'll send you some. I for, I just keep forgetting. Um, but you'll get a sticker that says "Nosy Nancy's Podcast," and it's actually it's not our like logo, but it's our it's our picture on the group. I think it's that picture, so that's pretty cute. 
It's very cute, and, then, and you want it. $5. And, you, and you'll also get a pair of Groucho Marx uh, glasses with the nose and the mustache, so you can also be nosy. So that's cute, right? That's very cute. We love the Super nose. Cute. We love the nose. And I we haven't done this yet, but we are going to probably be doing, like, um t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that and i think if we can get the teach if we can get the t-shirts like cheap enough i don't like i'm not opposed to sending people a t-shirt is that like that's twenty dollars <laughs> that's your twenty dollar <laughs> a month tier yeah yeah we have to figure that shit out um i think I think that's just, this is all we really needed to talk about. Did you have anything else? That's all that I have to discuss. Me too. I think so. I think um, so. But yeah, so next week we're going to go back to our regularly regularly scheduled program. Um, so yeah. Look forward Stay tuned to it. for that. Stay yeah. tuned. Um, if you like our podcast, you can join our Facebook group. It's Nosy Nancy's Podcast. And also our Facebook page. It's also Nosy Nancy's Podcast. Um, also our Instagram. It's Nosy Nancy's. And our Patreon. It's Nosy Nancy's. <laughs> Um, also, if you do, this is also what I want to discuss with you. We're, we'll just do it right now in front of everybody. Okay. When somebody does uh, want to, like, join our Patreon, we will give you also a shout-out. So, Oh, yeah. this yeah. is news to me, but I think yeah. it's cool. I think it'd be cute. So we'll, like, give you a shout-out. <laughs> we'll, like, we'll, like, basically, you know, we'll give you a little merch, and we'll basically, like, owe you for the rest of our lives. So... Join our Patreon. It's only five bucks a month. Like that's, that's like, really only that's like what sixty five dollars a year. Yeah, if you're donating to any starving children or anything like that, the <laughs> little coins you're rounding up your change at Taco Bell to get those kids yeah. to college. Pretend like we are the starving children. Yeah, you know we pretty much We're, are. We pretty much are. Yeah. So, join our Patreon. Um, and also our website is coming. Jasmine's still working on it, but it's almost, it's almost ready. It's almost ready. But don't, don't, don't be judging it too harshly. I'm not a fucking, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a fucking web designer. No. It's on Wix. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Say la vie, my Hooray!